Moral of the story. There is no moral and no story. The Interdimensional Traveler's Guide to the Shattered Verse, Chapter 16, The Floating City of Fall. Welcome, dear wanderers. Today, we are visiting the floating city of Fall. The city is in Universe 9 and consists of various hot air balloons, zeppelins, cloud ships, and other coupled together flying mechanisms into a singular flying city. It is truly a beautiful sight to behold, although it is also vastly terrifying at first as travel between one ship to another often goes over empty air, where a misstep can easily lead to falling thousands of feet. You will also want to be careful when visiting, as it is also the unofficial center of all piracy, organized crime, and black markets in this dimension, and its dimensional neighbors. Aside from potentially finding yourself on the wrong end of a blade, you will also want to make sure that you don't break any of the unwritten laws of the city. While it may be, seem to be an egalitarian anarchic state, where the strongest survive, there are in fact many flows of power and authority and rules that go throughout the city. Breaking one of these rules may find you falling like Icarus into the sea. The floating city of Fall doesn't have much of an official history, as all of its inhabitants prefer their anonymity and avoid getting recorded. However, it does have a rich oral history that has been passed down by fireside and over tankards. One of my favorite stories is of the Dread Captain Red Witch. She was said to be so feared at the height of her career that entire navies would avoid her crew. She had an army of criminals, beggars, nobles, merchants, and fellow pirates at her command, and it was said that she was one of the most important figures to have shaped the history of this dimension, even though only those of Fall truly know it. She also made a mean paella. Let's hear from Trilly with the Funtime Kids Story Corner. It was a warm late summer evening with a gentle breeze and the sweet fragrance of flocks and dogweed filled the air as we celebrated the good hunt. I, along with all of those who attended the feast, wore not their usual garb. No, instead of my customary leathers, long sleeve button-up and jeans, I was decked out in my forest green tunic, leather bracers, and Celtic trousers. There was a whole banquet of roast beast, fresh vegetables, ripe berries, and baked breads. The sound of laughter and folk music pierced the night with its jubilation. Throughout the night, I would use spells to produce mystical images in the fire to dance alongside us. 
Many times, couples and groups would venture on their own and later return, grinning ear to ear. Wait a minute, that sounds really familiar. That's because you were there. In fact, you went off with one of the groups. I didn't see you again for another four hours. You guys must have had a really good time. <laughs> yeah, that was a wonderful night. But really, that was just two nights ago. This is normally a fun time kids story corner. I know, but it was so fun that I wanted to tell everybody. Trilly, pagan hunt festivals and midnight orgies are not for kids. Maybe not, but I sure had fun. There are many places to eat throughout the fall, and choosing the right location is critical. And I know you don't want to eat at just any chain restaurant or watered-down tourist cafe. No, to really get the most out of your visit, you need to go and eat where the locals eat. In this case, I was able to find a quaint little hole in the wall that doesn't even have a sign, but it is known only as The Pit. The Pit is operated by a polyamorous family that moved to fall after they landed in some trouble for trying to steal and then sell back some priceless art from the Juivine Museum. They are clearly much better chefs than they are thieves, as you can imagine from their diverse background, the menu is a fascinating mix of UR, Seoul, Karean, and Arborean cuisine. Today, I ordered the Kwa Rock Fusion Tofu Sandwich, and it was both decadent and surprisingly light. The perfect meal for a traveler on the go. Even one with a refined palate such as mine. They also have bubble coffee, so that's certainly a nice bonus. Also, there definitely is not an illegal speakeasy in the basement of the diner where goods can be bought and sold, and a traveler may experience some entertainment that even other pirates may be concerned about. Nope, no speakeasy whatsoever. Definitely no reason to tap on the third brick to the right of the all-gender bathroom in a rhythmic 1-2-1-2-1-2-3 pattern. Dear Wanderers, I don't want to alarm you, but it would appear that I am being followed. There has been a handsome young fellow who has been behind me for the past few minutes, always staying just far enough away. Here is an unofficial endorsement of Eric's wonderful mini sun grenade. Not only does it release a blinding light that allows you to escape from any danger, it will also burn anything nearby to cinders. Well, while I find a way out of this troublesome situation, let's take a look at the local community events. There is a bake sale for Fall High School Marching Band to cover the travel expenses needed to play in the March of Resistance in Haven. Orgnac the Spinebreaker is opening a new restaurant on the Sky Ravager, and I hear that reservations are already booked months out in advance. Orgnac specializes in delicate desserts and Seoul Korean fusion foods. 
there is an unveiling of some new thieving technology that has recently been developed in the Museum of Roguish History. They've developed a skeleton key that can open any lock, an invisibility cape, and a portable hole. Sounds like a fascinating installation. If you happen to need to acquire some valuables through non-conventional means, I'd strongly suggest a visit. Dear Wanderers, While I was ducking out of the way of this follower, I fell through a crack between two ships, and I found a strange chamber within the bowels of the many ships that create this floating city. There is what seems to be a primitive steering wheel connected to hundreds of wires, chains, and ropes. There are also plenty of levers and maps, but that steering wheel is very enticing. And I can always check out those levers after playing with that steering wheel. While I do, let's say, field research, let's hear from a word from our sponsors. You turn down your street, and all of the houses are empty. And not just of inhabitants, but also the entire neighborhood leaves you with a hollowness that has nestled deep into your solar plexus. Wait, no. It is not empty. There are people standing on the lawns, staring at you, unmoving. No, the neighborhood is not empty, but it is hollow. Your home is gone. There is a house where your home used to be, and it looks just as you remember it. And it is not empty, but it is hollow. Buy the Private Pocket Dimensional Mansion, or PPDM, and never lose your home again. You can find the PPDM anywhere. If you want it, we will know. We are watching you for your own good, and have already withdrawn an appropriate amount from your bank account. Why have neighbors when you can live enclosed in the void? Wanderers, can I just say that while I am in a city full of pirates, criminals, thieves, and other unsavory characters, I am astonished by the lack of manners. While I have been examining this room, someone keeps banging on the door and screaming. If a door is locked, obviously it is locked for a reason, and you can be patient until the person you are trying to reach is no longer busy. In this instance, I don't think I will be able to answer that door, as this room has ripped away from all of the other ships and balloons around it. However, there are still many ropes and chains connecting this room to the rest of the city and is dragging the city along with it. Hmm, I've never piloted a stolen city before. Um, hmm. Well, while I attempt to fly a city, 
let's take a break for humor to talk to you about uh, something. This is a great opportunity for humor's safety school. Today we are going to learn about the proper methods of city construction. The most important considerations to be made are geese. How you are going to deal with all of the waste that organics create, having a strong foundation so that your city does not collapse, and ensuring a distribution of resources that protects the communal resources from being hoarded by a small cobble of greedy parasites. Now, you may already have a city in place where you want to build your city. The best solution would be to have the entire area demolished and start over. But apparently, this can really agitate your citizens, so perhaps you could instead revitalize portions of the city. But you must make sure that the organics in those areas are able to remain in their homes and are still able to afford to live in them. Otherwise, you will just set up a continuing cycle of degradation and opulence that will doom your city to oblivion. Also, be careful with how many geese you allow to reside within your city. I cannot stress enough the importance of proper geese balance to the survival of a city. Well, dear wanderers, the floating city of Fall has crashed to the ground. Looks like I am not the best pilot when it comes to floating ship cities. I am of course safely back on the Lyric Shambler, far away from the dimension, as the locals really did not like their city crashing to the ground. So uh, maybe wait a while before looking for the city. Traveler's Guide to the Shattered Verse is a production of Shattered Verse Studios and is written and voiced by T. Lake. If you have any questions or comments, you can contact us at itgsbpodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, or Instagram. As always, we appreciate anything you can do to spread the word about this podcast, such as wearing a cardboard sign that says, hey, listen to this podcast, and wait for people to ask what podcast you're referring to. Now it is time for your tea time. Today's word of wisdom is sub-vocalization. First, I'm going to need you to run. Just bolt right up and run. Direction doesn't matter at this point. Run until your body is to the point of exhaustion where it feels like everything is weighted down and your muscles are on fire. And then continue to put one leg in front of the other. At this point, you may need to imagine that some monster is chasing you. 
This should be easy, as you are perpetually in danger, and there are monsters everywhere. Go ahead and pause the recording while you do this. If necessary, we can send monsters to chase after you. Are you done? Now that you have put your body through such a strain, you should be relaxed. If not, go ahead and run for a few more minutes, or hours, or days. Really, whatever it takes. Good. Now that we're all relaxed, today I'd like to talk to you about stories. About the ways that we describe ourselves. Our memories and the world around us. Everything is so ephemeral, as the past exists only in such an unreliable medium of memory, and so the entirety of our universe exists just within the words that we tell ourselves and one another. So the real question is, what stories do we tell? What do we focus on? What will we pass on to the next generation? And just remember how very powerful those words and stories can be. Until next time, dear wanderers, good luck.